Hey everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Whoa! Yeah! Dungeons and Dragons! Except not really, because we're on break. Oh, spring break, baby! We couldn't leave you with nothing, so uh, we're in the studio recording the whatever this is about to be. <laughs> Probably nothing. Yeah, good. we're gonna <laughs> we'll find out. I hope this makes it onto. I'm ready. All right, my body is ready. What's up? So you know, instead of the normal crew, we thought we'd do something else. Yeah. Yeah. So these four guys are going to be other characters who are new ish members of the Goblin Splooshers Guild. Who am I? Loca- brand new? Located in the. What? Are they like brand new? Like, yeah, they're are brand they. New. Oh, dude. Are they actually like members already? Or are they like. Are well, you like about you're to walk like, in the door? Uh, you're like new. We're in our probationary period. Yeah. Okay. I feel like one of us should have played the dwarf that went on a mission. I don't. I feel weird about that. Yeah, no, because no. Owen's like already like he's fine that character. Oh no! What happened to the puppy? Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> yo, he better found that dog. Otherwise, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want this dog? <laughs> Who wants this dog? So anyway, yeah, you guys are literally like brand new to the Goblin Splooshers. You actually haven't even met most of the members yet. The only person you've had any interaction with is Ico. Okay. And <laughs> And uh, yeah, the guild is still running out of the bar of the barking bard. And okay. are they like in the process of building the other thing? Uh nope. Oh, cuz they and, didn't get any instruction. And yeah, so you uh you you had the four of you well, yeah, well you know what? Let's uh, introduce like so say like your name and your race and your class. We're not going to be as mysterious as we were with uh you know, the real story. Um, but so say your name, like who you are, obviously the name of your newish character, your race, your class, and just some fun fact about yourself that you just want to share with the group. Alex, you can start because I have to think about that. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Alex speaking. Usually I play. No, don't worry about who you usually play. He's not important. Okay. This is the break. Yeah, so, really oh, guy. he did. Yeah. So I am tonight. I am playing as a, uh, Tin Afterforge. He is a dwarf druid. Circle of the Moon. Cool. Fun fact about yourself. Yeah, yeah. who are you? Oh, um, he was kind of like the runt of his like dwarfish family, and he wasn't really like a crazy like fighter, or like he wasn't really good at like the forge. It was a little, it was a little too like more too hands on for him. So he became a he became a druid in a in a nearby grove. Man, that was fun. And now you know. <laughs> Wait, is it fun fact well, about yourself or the yourself or the character? Yeah, I meant curious. yourself, but you know what? It works out to do oh. it about the character. No, no, this works better, actually. <laughs> so, so it's good. Alex, it's good. Alex actually grew up behind um, an anvil. His father was a blacksmith. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's sort of it's true. It's kind of close. <laughs> uh, a little more computery, but... Yeah. Craig, what about you? Oh. Oh, that's me. Hi, everybody. My name is Craig. I'm playing a gif... Yeah. Right? Yeah, GIF. I'm playing a hippo. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited about that. My boy's name is <clears throat> Bertrand S. Reaver. Cause he's fancy. And a gentleman. And a hippo. But anyway, um, <laughs> one fun fact about one of these alter egos of mine. 
Uh, I got into an accident recently. That's fun. <laughs> Moving along. Wait. But was wasn't that my, wasn't my fault, though. I was at a dead stop. What, was that Are you talking about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> we're just mixing it up. Where, where, you know where we're coming from. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right, Jeremy, what about you? Hey, guys, what's up? I'm Jeremy. Uh, she'll breathe. <laughs> a, uh, I just realized I don't even know what you're playing as. <laughs> yeah, so she'll breathe. He's a uh, gnome wizard. Of the school of invention, it's gonna be fun. And uh, fun fact about me is I'm growing a mustache, <laughs> and it looks great. Thank you. It's looking really good. Wait, Thanks, you were shrill? Both. Whoa! <laughs> Mixing it up. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so am I the only one who's gonna say something about my stupid cat? <laughs> <laughs> fun fact about Alex: He thought Owen was talking to the characters, not. <laughs> That's how deep we RP. Oh my! How deep I RP? So I'm in, deep. I'm in character at work. So so deep. <laughs> cool. Um, hi everybody. I'm Steven. I'm going to be playing Branston, Brant, Branson, the stout halfling barbarian. My personal fun fact everywhere but here is that I play in a D&D podcast. You guys know that already. Um, <laughs> oh. So my fun fact is actually going to be about my character, so Alex isn't by himself, is we just decided this. He was a part of a barbarian tribe that lived in the area that is now that big desert. Mm-hmm. He is the only surviving member of his tribe, and he was also the smartest member of his tribe. And that is He's Branson. the only one that was like, Sand's coming, I better move! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, I think the desert's moving! Nah, man, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> Two days later. Dude, there's sand in your boots. No. <laughs> no that's no. always been there. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. Oh, all right. Fake news to yourself. I like this better than the real podcast already. Um, <laughs> And all those characters that these guys just described, they were all suggested by uh, the tweeters that uh, that follow Gonna Hurt. I'm toying with the idea of Sploosh Nation, but it just... Uh, That's no. not good. I don't know if it's right or, uh, it's right or wrong. No, we are not going for that domain name. I think I'm supporting Sploosh Nation. I'm hesitant to look up the domain name. What is it? Sploochers? Herders? I don't think it has to be with... Gunners? Like Hurtlings. I don't know. Hurtlings? Hurtlings? The Hurt Locker. And it can't be the Hurt Lovers, because that's like... Well, some people are into that. So, for all of you who suggested uh, characters and whatever. Uh, the gonna, the gonna hearers. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to workshop it. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have any ideas, let us know. Yeah. 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 What is the community called? The I'm going Nation with Sploosh Nation. That's just my. Spit take again. That is my vote. And yeah, so thank you for suggesting things. These guys just kind of flipped through and they they found one that resonated with them, and that's that's what they're playing with right now. So thanks for thanks for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Keep them coming though. Cool keep this guild a growing. Yeah. So, so basically you, uh, so, so we like go back into what I was saying before you, you know, you'd, you'd spoken with, uh, this dwarf, uh, his name is Frogo. And, and, uh, the four of you actually met up about two weeks ago. Mm. You've actually been together now for two weeks. And as this kind of new adventuring party, you ended up kind of like doing some stuff, killing some things, getting some loot, and then you ended up in Stromals, and you heard that a local 
new adventuring guild might be kind of recruiting and you could get some cred, you know, where you'd get to be like, yeah, we're part of the goblin splooshers and people would give you like good jobs and stuff. So you met up this dwarf, his name was Frogo and he was like, yeah, they're hiring in the gut. Yeah. So whatever. And, um, and then, so you've heard through the grapevine that, that you're being accepted in this guild. You have not met any of the members though. Um, they have been gone for just like four days now where you just like keep popping back and you're like, are they here? And Iko, this guy, Iko, this, this elf, he's just like, I have not seen them in four days. Well, he didn't say that on the first day, but you know, by now, <laughs> yes, he did. It's <laughs> getting weird. Yep, he's like, we just signed an agreement and they're just gone. Where are they? So best members. Yeah. Ever. You've he's heard that they're supposed to be building this guild hall, but like it can't start cause they just up and disappeared. And you're like, what the heck man? So basically you've been talking to Ico and he was like, Hey, why don't you just take one of these missions off this board? Go do some, earn some gold. When the goblin swooshers get back, you get to be like, Hey, look what we did. And they'll be like, cool. Join us. Basically that's the, uh, the premise so far. So the story the, so the far messages on the board, uh, as per usual or as per, as per last time were. These are your choices, so you may want to pay attention to what's going on here. Yeah. Steve! I'm ready. Okay. Sorry, I raised my voice. You are not forgiven. <laughs> so, very in Talik, which is a, uh, a suburban uh, town... Oh, babies are going babies missing. Babies are going missing in Talik. That. That that's cool. something that's going on. That's wrong. Um, in Ferrick, which is another suburb of Stromwell's, there's a rumors of a winged lion with a man's face that is terrorizing the place. There's oh. a, a missed connection type thing for uh, Korath, which I don't think any of you are going to attempt to take. No, we took that one, I think. Or is this like before well, we no, took we, it? No, we can't fulfill the contract. <laughs> yeah, but That's like, done. I thought Korath would hang on to that. I, I don't know. I don't know if he took it down. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. But window, right? Like three so times. That's that one. <laughs> you, uh, you thought that, that Frogo would be back by now from the find the missing dog mission, but you've like heard kind of again through the grapevine that he's actually left town and didn't make it seem like it'd be a long term thing. And now again, it's like four or five days that have gone by and, uh, he hasn't come back and, if you're being honest with your insight checks, you could tell Iko is like a little nervous because it's like the first mission that he was like responsible for sending people out on. And yeah, there's a couple of new things on the board too. So you're actually pretty far from this like grove, but there's this person, this uh, local herbalist, who the main squad have already met, who uh, who's kind of put out this uh, this call for this like very special herb that can only be found kind of like far away. And there was one more, and I don't remember what it is offhand. I didn't write it down. So yeah, we'll say those are those are the main the main missions, right? So there's there's mm -hmm. people in Ferric being terrorized by some kind of lion thing. Uh, babies are going missing in Talik. You could go to try to find this weird herb that's like a hundred miles away from you right now, or go looking for Frogo. Yeah, Frogo didn't come back yet. And uh, Ike was getting worried. And he and he missed out on the papa. Okay, so now we're in the bar of the Barking Bards, so here are these four characters. And go! Well, you're all in there, so actually, like, we should have done this maybe before. Can we, like, just describe a little bit of what your characters look like? 
Oh, I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> really? You got nothing? Oh, oh yeah, oh, boy. Alex has already made a 3D model. Oh, no, I got. <laughs> I got to work on. I got to work on ours first. <laughs> oh, yo, check it out. All right, so just describe it. Describe your characters like a little bit, so we know like where these voices are coming out of. All right, so your boy Bertrand <laughs> is. Um, he's like. Oh man, he, yeah, he's a hippo. Um, he's also a whale of a guy, let me tell you. But um, he is like eight and a half feet tall. He's a big boy. Oh, Heimerdinger, <laughs> Heimerdinger. Um, sorry. He's anyway, how tall? He's like eight and a half feet tall. That's pretty tall. And he's like a purplish gray color because that's just how I imagine. So that's um, what hippos are. Okay, cool. <laughs> he's a hippo. Just making sure. I don't know what color hippos, hippos are hippos naturally. Hippos go berserk. <laughs> And he stands on two legs because he's a gentleman and he's wearing, he's wearing leather armor, Good to know. but it's like, it's like a patchwork of different animals that he's caught and skinned because uh, fun fact, he's a bit of a naturalist <laughs> against his will, but okay. yeah, he's, he's wearing a patchwork of leather armor from random, uh, uh, random animals. There's a lot of squirrels in there and he has, <laughs> <laughs> Are there yes. any marmots? Uh, no. <laughs> For the no, record, like um, the other three of you, when you met Bertrand, you've never, ever, 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 ever seen one of these things. He has a he has you a. You don't shiny. know what to call him. He doesn't know what to call him. He's got a shiny club. He's that's just he, he's just a hippo. That's yeah. what he calls him. Well, that's what he calls his uh, stuff. He has no, he's a, a hip bro. Hip. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. He's the hippest bro. Yeah. All right. So that's Bertrand, the hippo man. Yep. Somebody else just like hit us so, with some knowledge. So she'll breathe, right? Yeah. She'll breathe. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to it. say this name. She'll breathe. Um, so uh, he's got like oh, this wicked, like long golden hair that kind of just goes upwards. He's a gnome, right? And doesn't come. Yeah. He's yeah, a gnome okay. and just doesn't come down. Like uh, there's nothing holding. It just, just goes up. Uh, he's got these sick red goggles with like blue tinted lenses, right? Okay. So you can't really see his eyes, and he has like a little magnifying glass that goes over, so he like he can magnify things when he wants to, <laughs> right? So uh, he's got this really like sick white mustache that kind of curls up. Is he just a programmer? Uh -huh. A programmer? Yeah, like a programmer, programmer. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what that means. So he's got this. He's got this mustache, right? Really thick, like just wily mustache. And then uh, Yosemite Sam's, but white. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it goes up. Yeah. I thought it was golden. <clears throat> no, his hair is golden, but his mustache is white. Got it. Anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, he has a skin condition. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> Why you gotta bring that's it canon, up, dude? Why you gotta bring it up? That's, that's straight in there now. Anyways, so uh, and he's also got this cool looking armor that looks like it's magical, but also mechanical. Some would say it's arcano mechanical. Whoa! Whoa! That's a word. Um, arcano mechanical. You know, if some would say that. See, Iron Man. She'll breathe. Would say that. I am Iron Man. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, Behold right, your. I like that your dice are blue for this. Thank you. Is my gemstone die? I know. So that's uh, that's shill. Shill or shrill? Shill breathe. Shill. All right, that's shill. What about somebody else? Yeah, um, it is pretty shill, isn't it? You want to go? Yeah, I'll yeah, go. You go. Go for shill. it. Um, so if you entered the bar uh, and you were like looking at the backs of the people at the bar, you'd think there was like a tiny bear, <laughs> like at the bar, but it's really, um, it's really a it is a bear pelt being worn by mm. by by Tim Afterforge. Um, Tim. 
Tin. Oh, okay. Tin. I thought you said, thought you said Tim. Tin after Tim? Forge. Tim what? Like the metal. Because he's a, he's a dwarf, so his parents named him after a metal. Bonus, bonus points if you know the chemical uh, symbol for tin. Mm. Is there one trick question? SN. Damn. Get out of here. <laughs> Easy way to remember. Snapple Appleton. There we go. Snapple. Continue. All right. <laughs> what? Okay. So bear, bear cloak. Everyone's going to remember. He's got, he's got a staff. Uh, he's got a he's got a staff strapped to the back, and then he also has a a, a like kind of like gnarly rooty looking. Uh, it's a it's a club, but the, like the handle's a gnarly root, and then it's kind of wrapped around like a just a big rock. Sword, sword. So, Steve. Okay, so Brant, Brant, Brant. Well, Brant Tin, but he goes by Brant. Oh, there was an S in there. No, no S. Brant, Brant Tin, Brant, Brant Tin. I can't, I can't do it. So it's name Brant. All right. But he's a, he's a stout halfling. He has wild, unkempt, long hair. It's like a brown color. It looks like he hasn't bathed in several months. So it's all like matted together and gross. He's very tan from his time in the desert. He wears shorts that are probably like two, three inches above his knee. If he absolutely has to, he'll wear a vest. But other than that, he is shirtless pretty much all the time. Does he wear jorts? <laughs> Nobody in my campaign is allowed to wear shorts. <laughs> awesome. I mean, they're they're in made of like hide-ish material, but kind of denim. Denim. Um, he he always has his his weapons with him. He has a great axe strapped across his back. A special great a axe. Special great axe. He's got a javelin and a spear kind of with him that he carries a lot of the time. He's got a shield hanging off of his hip, and then a battle axe on the other side as well. He is strapped to the nines. Word. Except with clothes. Except with clothes. <laughs> yeah, he does not believe in clothes. All right, so you're in there. Boom! In Boom. the bar of the Bargain Bard. And Iko's not around. You're just like looking at, you know, pamphlets. Pamphlets? What's that hey, bartender's name again? Morton? Uh, you. Morton? You. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Um, can you give me a little... Boost? You know each other's names. You've been together for two weeks now. Right, right. Bertrand. Bertrand. Yeah, uh, can you give me a little bit of a boost to see what's on the list? I... I haven't looked. What's the, what's the magic word, buddy? Yeah. Snail. Oops. Do you want to borrow my glasses? N- no, it's it's a it's a eyes. I mean, not, I, I'm I short. Know. I have magnifiers, though. Bertrand. What does it say? Is it rain? Bertrand somehow with fingers gra- <laughs> grabs. Oh, he does. That's weird. You're a he, humanoid. You're not a, a hippo. That's so. You're a hippo humanoid. That's just that's nightmare. You're a humanoid. <laughs> uh, in your other one, you're a lizard humanoid. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, but no, but like it's easy for me to like envision because lizards have like. All right, roll a, roll a strength <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine hooves or something like that. I don't know. Roll hippo. a strength check if you're gonna try to pick up this really heavy dwarf. Oh yeah, yeah I. Yeah. He's pretty fat. Uh, fifteen. All right, you, you succeed in, in picking him up. Just pick him up and just like stand him on the hey, uh, hey, counter. Hey, this is not what I. <sighs> you 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 asked for it. You can read now, can't you? Yeah. Good. Hmm. So you so you, you notice that while all this is going on, there's just this like silver white haired. It's like a white haired elf, just like sitting, the just kind of like watching you, eyes. like leaned back against the table, like you know. Elbows up on it, and just like smiling eyes? and watching you. No, he's got like because that'd be impossible. He's got like brown eyes. He's got like music note tattoos on his on his arms. It's Keck. Oh, hey, yeah. Hmm. You bartender. <laughs> uh, it's 
Wait, are you talking to me or Morton? What, uh, who, who are you? I'm the owner of this establishment. My name's Keck. What's oh. up, man? Hi, I'm I'm uh, Shill Breve. Uh, hey, why are you guys looking at the Goblin Splooshers board? That'd be messed up if you were gonna like steal their jobs, man. I oh. just like not why I put it there. Oh, um, we met some uh, purple fellow who's uh, you're a hippo. <laughs> I've been told. I saw a picture of that once, like a hippo. Wait, you saw a picture of this guy? No, no, like a like a regular hippo, in oh, like a book like, oh, from like, the northern wastelands. Like I didn't think. Yeah, prancy around th- four four feet. Yeah, yeah, not not like this one. That's dude. What are you? Um, uh, I'm me, and that's that's, that's a pretty good answer to that question. For for, <laughs> li- for a little bit of time, uh, I thought it was actually um, a hallucination, but it went after it, about a week. I was like, "No, <laughs> you are real. I, get, I can tell you that." I get that a bit. <laughs> People don't believe that I'm real, but all right, th- this is great. But let's get to the point. Uh, to answer your question, we are. Wait, what question did I ask? We are going to be goblin spooshers. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does that a yeah, lot. He, he, he's, he's quite excitable. Bertrand, like, just pets what? Brant. Brant. He just, Brent. like, pets Brant, like, hmm. He's, he's not so good with the, um. He's excitable. The words. Hey. What? What? I need some shoes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go to a shoe store? I'm at a shoe store. I need some shoes. Yeah, get get him get him a he'll have an ale. Oh, okay. Uh, he means he, he means booze. He probably needs some shoes. He goes and he like walks away. He means booze. He, he probably needs shoes too. He would follow him like r- uncomfortably close. <laughs> As <All right. laughs> Bertrand like turns to Keck as he's walking away and says, hey, um, excuse me, Keck, right? Uh, yeah. Have you seen the uh, purple fellow here at all? Uh, no, I... The elf, the elf guy. His, his name was Ike, I remember. Yeah, I think that's... You're right about yeah. that. I think last time I heard, he said he was going up to talk to the Count because, like, the Count's kind of getting impatient about starting building, like, a thing for the Goblin Spooshers, but, like, they haven't been around in, like, five days. So, <clears throat> you know, he's, like, talking to him. I'm not exactly sure why. I hope they don't lose their guilt hall. That would really suck. Hey, I mean, hey, I love hey. having them. Like, it's cool, but like, that's kind of cool. They get like a place, man. Hey, yeah. Do we get shoes from you? Bah! You're right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I didn't. Say, oh, um, yeah, and he um, like takes a uh, mug off the thing, and he is this a shoe? He and he grabs it with both hands. And he looks very happy, and he like waddles back over to like his table because he's like trying to hold it up. Yo, goblin spoosers are getting weird, Morton. Morton just like nods his head. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you guys want to do today? I kind of am thinking about the little pupper that the other other dwarf guy went out to look for. What? A a pupper. He means a puppy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puppy. You know a canine? A dog. You know like this? You know like this? And I point to my mastiff. You have a, you have a wait, what? I have a mastiff. <laughs> what, what does it look like? 
looks like a mastiff. Is a mastiff a breed of dog? Yes. 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 It's a big dog. I want to know what a mastiff Bertrand is. It's a medium-sized is... creature in D&D. It can be used as a mount by a small Oh, creature. snap! That's a cool dog. Bertrand yeah. like is Did you look at D&D mastiff? Because like you can like it's 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 one of the acceptable mounts. Oh snap! This thing's sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's a mount. He's one mount. What's his name? Huh? What's his name? Dinger. Okay. Oi, Dinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Dinger, carry on the conversation. <laughs> Just uh, didn't know you had a dog. It's Bert- awesome. Bertrand's playing with uh, Dinger. He loves him because dogs. And he's uh, so. By the way, he looks like a. Uh, just like uh, his his fur coat is like kind of spotted brown and, and gold, and then he uh, has like this hide armor that covers his important areas that are vital for survival. Word, you boy. I remember when your boy sniffed me out of the forest. That was cool. It was a nice surprise. Yeah, you were scary. Mm. A little bit. All right, what what are we doing? Let's go. Hey, you hey, wanna- we're going to save the wolf wolf. Wolf wolf. I have one oh, right oh, here. Oh. Wolf. Yeah, do we want to do that? Uh, oh, little, oh the, we're done. The little, Chris, the, cross it off. Nah, the, little, oh. the little ones, the, the little ones going missing in the other town. That might be a good one too. The little wolf wolf? No, 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 no. There, somebody went looking for this dog apparently, but they didn't come back. And if... There's little kids though that went missing and they well, might need help. Well, listen, I, um, in the last five seconds, I've calculated the probability of us succeeding on these resistance. Well, let's go. Come on. Uh, so I think we'll have the the best success finding this herb. This lady wants. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, like a ninety seven percent likelihood that we succeed on that mission. Right. Three percent we lose somebody. Maybe this guy. But that's fall. Hey, I want to ride your wolf wolf. Yeah, we should definitely lose this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think it shouldn't be too hard to find a puppy. Didn't they send someone out already? I think that dwarf went missing. Doesn't that raise a little bit of concern? Not really. He wasn't very smart. What if you had someone try and do something for you when they just up and vanished? Well, first I would calculate the probability of success. And but if what it if- wasn't worth it, I wouldn't have sent them. What if it's outside of your limits? He, he kind of pushes up his glasses. And I was like, ha, 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 I think he means impossible. What, what if you didn't account for a particular variable in your equation? Impossible. And he pulls out a piece of paper, shows you like the equation. It's like a whole page in his spell book of Did like the things he goes you through. You wasted a page in your magic book on probability and maths. Did, did you say waste? How many I would never do you waste. have? Brant's gonna whip out his battle axe. Yeah. Are we getting in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, Steve immediately just turned red. It looks like he yes. was going into a rage. That was the a human torch thing. That was, that was awesome. Listen here, dwarf. Math is my magic. Yeah. So it is not a waste. So back off. So it's it's yeah. So it's math magics. <laughs> math magical. <laughs> right, right. I I have. Sorry to offend. I have one question though. Did you take into account that I might exist? <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, he points to this one little variable. Is like right here. It's like <laughs> the chance at which your people exist is right here. <laughs> And that would be considered 
And he turns around and says, and like puts a hand in the air, negligible at best. So did you just turn around to like face away from everybody? And yeah, to go look for the dog. <laughs> so right, half away is that herb thing again? Because you seem pretty set on that. Uh, you 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 know that so. You've probably seen a map line around, or you, you guys, you're from a train, so you know. And you know that it is a is in a suburb of Hihalmat, which is the holy city of Asetsis, and it's pretty far away from where you are at the moment. It's on the far eastern coast of Etrune, beyond a very large mountain range. Brad's going to look at his battle axe in his hand and feel disappointed again to use it and put it back on his hip. And that's where it is. Well... I mean, if we're willing to make the trip, I suppose we could fulfill that contract. Might be pretty good. I already left. We'd be able to do it without any, any problem. Bertrand Might be good. not in the room. No. Nope. Wait, where's the where's the big one? Oh, wait, no. Wait, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. He left. We, we lost him. They're going to, they're going to tear him to pieces because he's a monster in the town. There's a monster in the town. Shh, don't yell that. So they yeah, might even you notice people like in the bar, the bargain bar, to like beginning to look over at you. There are people there like eating lunch, um, and and you're you're attracting more and more attention. You know, as you're having this conversation. So, so sorry, no, there is not a monster in the town. Brand's gonna whip out his battle axe and say, "Let's go get the monster." He's gonna run out the front door. <laughs> now there's only two of you left in the bar, the barking bard. Okay, um, we should probably go. Okay. As point. I get up, it goes like going for the herb. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> going, going for the herb. Um. Yeah. Let's let's go. Well, we should find them first. So, Bertrand, right. you're walking down the street. He's reading the paper, like just leisurely walking. Sure. And uh, eventually, running up behind you, battle axe in hand, is uh, Brant. Just begins running towards you, <laughs> yelling things like "Kill the monster!" <laughs> you don't mean me, do you? Are you like turning around to face me? Yeah. I want to take a running jump and jump just straight at you. He Wait, just would you there. know I was talking about him? You seem really stupid. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> he just stands there. He's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> right before he makes contact with you, he would drop his axe and like come in for like a hug. <laughs> but like, he's like, like aggressively jump hugging. Aw. <laughs> He hugs him. What's we, what's, what you were making lovey character, lovey dovey characters. <laughs> he lost all those people, man. The people, the people uh, around you, they look and then <laughs> they look. One actually, one guy goes, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love." <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks around. Nobody's sure. And he's just, "Hi, right, yeah, okay." And he just goes back to what he was doing. Bertrand just like gives him like a nod, like. That's cool. That's and then cool, you, man. then you see in the distance, walking down our. Uh, Shell and tin. Well, and I mean, what? I'm writing Dinger. And Dinger. Cool. Well, I mean, luckily, I mean, they weren't too far away. We're able to move on. I'm giving you a piggyback ride, by the way. I'm down with that. You're on my shoulders. Um, just to clarify, so to go to these herbs, mm -hmm. it would take like over yeah, a week. Long time. Okay. Like right, we we need to get like seek passage of some kind. Or we could take care of the things that are like. Talking character here. I, 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 I am. As I look up towards the sky. <laughs> so from, you don't need divine intervention from, um, to read. And he hands you the uh, the paper that has like the dog information <laughs> on it. This is the easiest one and the most concerning. We lost somebody. That's weird. I, I feel like we should find Frogo. I mean, he did give us 
you know, a reason to hit things. That was the first complete sentence I think I've ever heard you say. Give him a high five. That was... I'm not going to give him a high five. Well, I'll do it. Please don't reach up and like high five you. Behind me. He, he would probably give you a high five. Not be able to reach his high five. You're eight feet tall. No, no, no. He's, no, he's, 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 he's on my shoulders. Oh, 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 okay, like okay. after he after he jump hugged me, he's like, gotcha. All right, you climbed the board. Yep, picked up his axe. Oh, 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 okay. Thank you. No, you're holding it. <laughs> just watch my face. Well, so I'm I just sitting on your shoulders, holding my axe. Yeah, I'm definitely holding it like over my head, like I'm victorious the, at something. The next most likely thing we could do is um the the, the baby one in Talek. Yeah, the little one. After we find Save the little my, my tribe needs more babies. We have a dwarf right here. Different dwarf. Why do we need a different dwarf? Are you trying to replace our dwarf? No. I'm trying to finish a job that's unfinished. Well, I, I'm sure he can finish it on his own. He's been working hard at it. But well, I mean, he, he, it's, just a, it's just a little papa. I mean, it might be easy. It might not be too easy for him to grab it, but... Maybe by the time we come back from this this first job, and he's not back, then we look into it. Hmm. And he holds the paper, looks at it. Save the babies. Hmm. All right. And he puts the paper away. Anyone know where Talok? Talok. Talok. Uh, Suburb. Y- yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Lead the way. Do you? Show me true. I'm sure I do. Okay, it's true. I'm, I'm sure true. you do too. It's a suburb um, outside of the city. Yeah, but I mean, if you're not from the Stromolian city area, oh, I'm a scholar. I, I know I these not. things. Okay. Um, a cloistered scholar. Yeah, so you know that, uh, you know, you're probably like a day's walk. What about a day's mastiff? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to run ahead alone with your mastiff, yeah, you can get there faster. Good. I can't turn into a bird yet. I can turn into a hippo. Hey, Ryan. You, that <laughs> was impressive. <laughs> he, he literally did nothing. That's why it's so good. Man, he just right, keeps I'm walking. done with this. Let's go. <laughs> Should we this. rent horses? <laughs> and yet again, Jeremy has made a character that hates all the other characters. <laughs> Should we rent horses or something? <laughs> I don't know if one can carry me. That's a good point. How much do you weigh? Wait, let me calculate it. 450 pounds. That seems light. Mm. Is that right? For a hippo? He's, he's like eight foot tall hippo. I mean, he's not like he's like wiggling himself around, just trying to like evaluate himself. Like he's a little smaller than the ones that they have in the lands up north. Feels about right. I've lifted myself many a times. Well, do we? Do you guys have any money? A little bit. We can get a, a, a card or something. Yeah, let's rent a car and, and then a car walks by. Yeah, so coming down the street, you see uh, two, that would be four. I was going to say two sets of two horses. Um, so you see these four horses kind of pulling what's kind of just like a big, like, box. And it actually, there's this uh, there's this logo on the side, and that's a goblin's head with like an arrow sticking in it and like a sword sticking in it. Hey, isn't that on the paperwork and we signed? Ico. Is uh, is just driving it down the street of Strummels. Hmm. Hey, that's a familiar face. Ico. Oh, oh wait, that's Olaf. <laughs> that's the. Why did you into that scary, scary guy, guy for a second? Oh, well, hello, my friends. Hello, hello. 
Where are you off to? Setting off on your first adventure. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna take care of that missing child. Ah, in Talek, eh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you take us there? Well, I um oh um. Can any of you drive a carriage? I I, I can I can. No, no no. I'll sit up front with him. I, I I'm too big for I the I have back. practiced a many a time. And he and he like you see that he struggles. Acting. <laughs> he struggles to like get the horses to stop. Like this is not like his like jam. And and he just kind of like he just sits there like uncomfortably, like keep continuing, just kind of like trying to make control of these horses. Bertrand goes over, puts his hand on like one of the horses, like muzzle, nuzzle. Yeah. I don't know, like his nose or whatever. Sure. Roll, and- me, a, roll me an animal handling check to yes, just connect. Really? A six. It was a sixteen. It was like it was like, and then you move your bag. Yeah, it was like on an edge, and then I move my bag to flatten it. Nothing. Wait, nothing really happens with the horse, but doesn't get any worse. And uh, and he goes, well, this I don't. I'm not quite sure because I was going to. This was really for the for the the others, but yeah, but they ain't in town right now. Um, that is quite true. So if we use it and get this job done first. And then we come back, it's making money rather than like sitting here and just like wasting money. And I mean like, I, from what I gather about you, my friend. Oh, yeah, yes. Friend. You like money. I, indeed I do. Mm. Um, does one of you honestly feel like you are competent in driving one of these um, carriages? Yeah, I can make it work. The two of us can do it. He's good with horses. So he just kind of like holds up the reins. He's sitting on the seat. Like he's not going to get like down because like he's, you right. know. I'm going to just kind of hop up. I'm going to, well, actually, no, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to have, I'm going to go up to one of the horses. I'm mm-hmm. going to pat it. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to let one of them like, like kind of like go down. So it creates like a, a ramp that I can go up to get up to the next section. You're trying to walk up a horse? You're yeah. going to kill it. Yeah. Oh, it seems scary. Okay. So. It run me an animal handling check to get it to bow its head. Nine. <laughs> All right, it doesn't do that. I've uh, I've been friends with Dinja here for a long time. I'm sure I could do something. Mm. Let's climb up the side. I believe our boy has something. To He's say. literally holding reins in I'm the air. Yeah, He's but you're up it. on the top of the carriage. Yeah. Okay. Bertrand just reaches up and grabs them because he's tall. Then he gives them to you. Everybody climb up. Whoever aboard. took them is going to get to do it. I mean, just... Bertrand's got him. Fair enough. And he looks down at um, Brant and goes, you ready? <laughs> so I go hops down and he goes, so needless to say, if this carriage does not come back, you are all clearly will not be gain, gaining admittance into the guild because they spend a lot of money on this carriage and they don't know that I'm giving it to you. Uh, was, Fair enough. I was under the impression you were coming with us. Uh, no, I have to say, yeah, there's quite a few clerical type things that I must do. Fair. And he just, hot, he just moses himself in. All right, so, so Bertrand and Brant are on the seat to the other three of you again in the back go to, okay so basically there's this door in the back and there's like some steps that go down gypsy wagon so uh, cool. yeah it's basically a, it's basically a gypsy wagon cool. there's uh there's four the hammocks aren't set out but basically there's there's room for four hammocks and they're like tucked away in like little like compartments at the moment so that it's just this kind of little living space there's actually even a little um uh metal 
stove is like it's like a mobile home. I've never seen one like this before. And that's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're, we're we're off. Everybody ready? Come on, Dinja. And yeah, there's like a little window to like you know cool. communicate between inside and the seat. So once we get in the seats, I guess Brant would pull out his pan flute. And as they travel through the city and out of the city on their way to Talok, he would you be have, playing you little You have the reins. Yeah, that's cool. I can play reins and pan flute at the same time. Do you have one of those neck things? Sure. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd be playing his pan flute to give people some nice traveling music. Okay. He was going to try to calm the horses down with it, but... Can I roll an, another animal, animal handling check to like keep him calm as we ride? You can, sure. Yay. Can you get assistance from my try pan flute playing? Sure. Yeah. There's zero need for any of those things. Oh, You're man. walking through town on a six. summer day. Yeah, but like well, not summer, horses could be like mean, you know. Yeah. It's cool, man. All right, we're on the road. Yeah, you're yeah. on the road. So we're going you know, Italic. less than a day, Woo! you arrive, you know, at this town and it's uh, mostly wood buildings, stone-ish shingles. Mm. There's uh, kind of at some point, maybe like two, three hundred feet out from the town, kind of a cobblestone path you know, starts out of the dirt path that you've been on. Okay. And yeah, you're in, you're in town. Um, Brant would jump down from the carriage, pull out his battle axe and go running into the town square. Where are the babies? Hey everybody, Linafish here from Linafish General Store. How y'all doing today, folks? Thanks so much for listening to this, what's it called? A podcast? Podcast? Well, and while you're waiting for the next episode, you can visit us on Facebook or Instagram or the Twitters, and you can look for usernames Gonna Hurt D and D. And apparently, these dudes got a website called This Is Gonna Hurt D and D dot com. You can email them questions or comments to This Gonna Hurt Info at Gmail dot com. <laughs>